Welcome to Plant Medicine Transmissions with Javier Regueiro. In this episode, I would like to keep talking about my new book, The Toe Datura Diaries, A Shamanic Apprenticeship in the Heart of the Amazon Jungle, recently come out in ebook version for the time being. So the title of this book can be a little misleading because in this shamanic apprenticeship, and therefore in my book, This is not me sharing what I have learned necessarily about how to conduct my work with plant medicines. I discovered that my apprenticeship, which consisted mostly or almost exclusively of doing plant shamanic diets under the supervision of my teacher, consisted not in learning some theories, concepts, and then applying them like in a Western high school. My apprenticeship process consisted in my own healing and eventually learning about the properties of this or that plant and the workings of this healing process with plants on my own skin. I had never had a formal teacher. I never had a formal teacher coming from a traditional culture such as the one in the Amazon jungle. Therefore, I was not used to the fact that actually my teacher in 15 years that we have been working together has so far only given me a five-minute formal class. Everything that I have learned from him has been by watching him, listening to him, and little else. When I first returned to Sachamama outside Iquitos to begin what for me was the beginning of my apprenticeship, I must confess that I was still rather immature and did not know really how to go about my own healing process. The experience those five months were important. I learned a lot but I was also kind of walking in the dark. And clearly, I was not quite yet ready to tackle some important themes, some deep wounds that I was carrying. With the years, I have learned much. I was also able to finally heal some very deep soul wounds and because of my practice and because of my increasing experience, I was also better able to continue my healing work with myself with plant medicines. My return to dieting with the toy plant in May of 2019 was very different from 
previous dietas, even though already the last two dietas, I found myself able to make amazing progress. And that progress was mainly due to my paying better attention to what was happening during the dieta. Instead of dismissing little upsets or dreams, I would follow them. I would start exploring these themes already outside of ceremony and go to the ceremony, to each and every ceremony, with a very clear intention based not on my desires, but on my needs, on what the dieta was bringing up as important themes for me to address in and out of ceremony. In 2019, I entered the jungle with a couple of intentions. One was to meet again what I consider to be my main teacher in the path of plant medicines, the Toe plant. The other one was to connect and learn from the moon. In the weeks prior to going back to the jungle, I had been reading for the first time again in many, many years, The Mists of Avalon by Marion Simmer Bradley, which is a book about that time, that shift in England from pagan times to Christian times, right around the time of King Arthur's Round Table. A dear friend of mine before I went to the jungle, when I told her that I also wanted to learn from the moon, she looked at me with half a smile and she said, so you're going to learn about yourself because the moon simply reflects back to us something that the sun doesn't and so gives us, so to speak, a bigger picture about who we are. And my process in the jungle and also after I came back to Pisac turned out to be all about healing my wounded feminine side. In the Native American tradition, my friends call me a two-spirit person. That is, someone who carries a very prominent male energy as well as a very prominent feminine energy. And many years ago, I realized that my healing process had to be also not just from my masculine side, but also from my feminine side, as if I didn't have already enough work to do. I believe that the aspect of our lives that is most important nowadays is the healing of the feminine the healing of this earth as a mother, as a lover, and the healing of our bodies, which is once again an aspect of the feminine. And whether I wanted to or not, it seemed important for me last year to continue this personal healing process. This process began by a memory of an event that happened a few years ago where I was at a cacao ceremony 
and before we even began as we were just sitting on the floor waiting for the ceremony to begin, I was chided by an older woman who had been visiting Pizek and was posturing herself as some kind of healer woman, grandmother of some kind of authority. She came up to me and complained about the fact that my stretched legs in her direction were offensive to her. And instead of leaving right away, I stayed on and uh, resented this woman for shaming me for something, for something not of importance. Years later, this memory comes up. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm not done with that event, with that experience. And started exploring the ways in which I had not yet forgiven this woman and the interesting theme of my judgments against other women. The theme developed further by going into the ways, the beliefs that I hold about what it is to be a proper woman. For many centuries, we have felt entitled to judge women and to think what it is to be a proper woman, a well-behaved woman, And whenever that image is not conformed to, then we judge women relentlessly and quite viciously. Like, she's a whore, she is a go-getter, she is anything. Anything that does not comply with this stereotype of the meek, subservient woman. Nowadays, I can attribute all that judging, not just on my own individual level, but collectively, to the fear, simply the fear of the feminine. The feminine energy is so vast and so powerful that we seem still to this day intent on controlling that energy. And therefore, we do not allow women to express the full range of this amazing feminine energy. The fear is a fear of being overwhelmed by it and a fear of losing our own individuality in the process. When I entered the jungle, Last year, the next day, which was also my first ayahuasca ceremony in the company of my teacher, was a new moon night, which is also traditionally feared all over the world. Feared because of its power and of its mysteriousness. As my dieta progressed, I decided to have a solo San Pedro ceremony at night, two weeks later, with the full moon in my own hut. And that ceremony was really, really important for me 
the main vision that I received and it was a very long vision for me to really explore. I found myself in this vast and bare valley at night, grayish and without a single sound to be heard. And not before long, I realized that figuratively speaking, this was the place where women have gone to suffer in silence and over centuries. I realized that my feminine self was no stranger to that land and that many, many times I have retreated in a place of solitude and isolation to suffer silently and not let anybody know about my suffering. Women are very emotional, which means that they feel very deeply, much more so than men. Therefore, they also suffer deeply. And in our culture, for the last however many centuries, there has not been really a place for women to suffer and to process their pain in a supportive public environment. Their strong emotional component has not been honored in our society, with the result that women swallow a lot of pain and oftentimes manifest it with physical ailments or by having emotional outbursts that rarely have anything to do with the situation at hand. That long vision concluded itself by coming out of this silent valley with a vow, with a desire to be more open and to share more openly my own predicament and to support other women in coming out of that silent closet. At the time, a year ago, there was a lot of women who were finally speaking up and openly about sexual abuse in the workplace and elsewhere. And I felt that it was very important for me to also heal that peace within myself and in so doing, support the healing of all women all over the world. Before I left the jungle, I had a strong feeling that my process wasn't quite complete. And what I was being asked was to do one more San Pedro ceremony in Pisac the following new moon, which is what I did. That night, the first thing I did as soon as I opened the ceremony around my fire pit was to invite all feminine aspects of myself to sit around the fire. And once everybody was comfortable, I invited the guest of honor for the ceremony, which was my feminine victim self. In the few days before the ceremony, it became very clear that I was still holding a certain victimhood on my feminine side. 
Therefore, my victim self became the guest of honor of the ceremony. I invited her to simply be on my lap and uh, told her that the ceremony was for her and that I was simply there to support her as best and as lovingly as I could. Not long after that, I also invited particularly the female ancestors of this land to sit with us and to support me in supporting my victim self. And finally, I looked at the woman, at my idea, at my projections of the woman who had been most annoying to me for several years around here in Peru. A woman I would not hesitate to make fun of behind her back and against whom I had held all sorts of judgments. I had been working on it over and over again, but clearly I was not finished with that process of owning my judgments. I realized that this woman had become the person upon whom I could project my feminine shadow. And by looking at my own judgments, could see that my feminine part held a belief that she wasn't particularly attractive and, most importantly, that she believed to be incapable of not only being loved but also of loving. She was just this kind of ugly duckling that I had put in a corner and wouldn't want to see at all, thus increasing the sense, her sense, that she was unlovable. As I went deeper into my shadow, as I held more closely this part of myself that I had long rejected and abandoned, things started getting rather intense. And they reached a peak when, after layer and layer, I could connect at long last with my own self-hatred for being a woman or for holding this feminine energy in whatever ways. At that point, I had to turn around over the fire pit's uh, ledge and began retching, retching pretty intensely. What was happening is that the San Pedro medicine was inviting me to let go of that self-hatred and that self-loathing. And uh, I did not really purge anything physical, but there was a lot of energetic purging. For me, San Pedro is a wonderful medicine, is one of my best friends in that it keeps inviting me to let go of anything that is unloving and unkind towards myself. So as I'm leaning over the ledge of the fire pit, I am praying at this time to San Pedro to please support me in letting go of this self-loathing and this strong judgment against my feminine side. 
eventually the retching subsided. I sit back in my spot, just taking some rest after a really intense experience. Very happy about it. And uh, still with that part of myself in my lap, until very surprisingly, without any doing on my part, this former victim self simply stands up, walks around the fire pit to the other side, right opposite me, and there appears a throne, and she sits on it. And in that moment, I realized that that victim self was actually my own queen archetype, and that for my entire life, due to my own rejection of my feminine side, I was living as a king without a queen, without that important aspect of the feminine, of being able to care, to rule, and to exercise whatever task is asked of her for the benefit of all. Before dawn, I finally closed the ceremony and uh, made myself comfortable in my own bed, even though I know that I don't sleep right after a ceremony. So I was simply resting in a place coming in and out of consciousness until I was very surprised right around dawn when I opened my eyes, set up, and said out loud, I accept life as it is. I accept all aspects of this creation cycle of birth, of growth, of decay, and of dying, which is the way that allows for a rebirth and for this cycle to continue this cycle of creation and destruction is a cycle of manifestation. And as all aspects of manifestation is an aspect of the feminine energy. And it's an aspect that has been resented and judged, particularly by men, over the last 26 centuries. And so I found myself accepting and honoring this way of feminine energy, thus completing this process of embracing my own feminine energy and all of its expressions out in the world. It was really amazing that in the weeks after this experience, I found myself no longer judging other women for the way they looked, for the way they behaved. It was done. I was complete. There was no need for me to project my own feminine shadow and reprimand it in other women. And that has been revolutionary and very, very healing. I'm very, very grateful for my process, for the Toe, for the San Pedro, for all of it, for the entire universe who has been supporting me 
in this very important healing process. Next week, I will be posting an interview that I gave just a couple of days before that last San Pedro ceremony here in Pisac. And the theme was anger, women's anger. It's an interview that I gave with two women, and I look forward to sharing it with you next week. Blessings.